This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New federal figures paint a grim picture for the state of the nation's corn and soybean crops as key growing regions battle a bitter drought. USDA released a new weekly crop progress report Monday showing a 5% drop in the good-to-excellent rating of America's corn acreage. The combined figure is at 50%, well behind the 67% rating at this time last year. For soybeans, the difference is a smaller 3% drop week over week, but the 51% good-to-excellent rating is well behind last year's 65% at this time. Midwest row crops may be feeling the sting of drought conditions, but southern crops are showing year-over-year improvement. The nation's cotton and peanut crops are actually in better shape than last week and last year. Sorghum is slightly behind last week, but comfortably ahead of last year, and rice is holding steady. In other news, USDA is investing big money into the nation's biofuels infrastructure. AgriPulse's Jana Rose Schleiss has more. Today, the USDA announced awardees of a $500 million Inflation Reduction Act project to increase the availability of domestic biofuels. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says 59 infrastructure projects across 15 states will receive $25 million to support gas stations and distribution facilities in making biofuels more widely available. Vilsack said initiatives like this are important for small farmers, especially as farm income becomes more consolidated. That's why it's important for us to look for ways in which we can expand income opportunities, especially for small and mid-sized operators. Vilsack said biofuels are an important industry to the Midwest. It provides a a new, better, and and additional market opportunities for producers uh, of the corn and, and soybeans to go into these fuels. The state of Minnesota stands to be a major beneficiary of the program, with 18 awards totaling $8.6 million. Minnesota's Democratic Senators Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith were present for the announcement. Klobuchar said biofuels are better for the environment than oil-derived fuels and that they're important to national security. Why look to the Middle East for energy when our Minnesota farmers can fuel the world from our own backyards? The grants are intended to help gas stations to install, retrofit, or upgrade fuel pumps and storage tanks to deliver ethanol blends greater than 10 percent and biodiesel blends greater than 20 percent. Next month, the USDA plans to accept applications for $450 million more in the Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentive Program grants. Reporting in Washington, I'm Jana Roche-Lice. Finally today, the nation's pork producers got some good news recently when California said it would allow pork out of compliance with Prop 12 animal housing regulations to be sold through the end of the year in the state. That's good timing, says National Pork Producers Council Scott Hayes. We got the 4th of July weekend coming up here and certainly want people to enjoy pork, you know, on their 4th of July barbecue. It's unfortunate that, you know, we have to deal with this the way we do, but we're going to work with them for the producer's sake, but also for the consumer. Hayes spoke on this week's open mic, where he emphasized his frustration with efforts like Prop 12, which requires pork to be from facilities with certain animal housing standards if it is to be sold in the California market, no matter where it was produced. Hayes says such efforts only stands to raise the cost of production and, in turn, the cost of food. 
Hayes says NPPC is exploring legislative options to address the issue. You know, we support legislation to help fix this issue of, you know, of states passing different rules on production. Because that, that's our, our fears. You know, we're going to create all these micro markets that it would be real hard to produce into. Hayes also touches on the economics of the pork sector, trade priorities, and more in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers care about their neighbors. Through Farm Bureau's Harvest for All program, they donated the equivalent of 31.1 million meals in 2022. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.